Previously on Night's Quest. To be honest, I don't know what it is, but Zajax knows what it is, so I am thinking Bartuk find many things there, and it becomes Bartuk's special place. To the left is a, um, a large iron door, and to your right is a glass wall, which you can see through. Do you know of any other kinds of magic that could enable two people to talk over a long distance? We have a spirit in a whoopee cushion. Have you ever had this problem? Oh, I just can't think, find a single podcast to listen to. Well, then we have the answer for you. For two easy payments of free, 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 you can listen to Night's Quest every other Friday. Only on podcast. <laughs> Only on uh, multiple different things. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say yeah. like a TV channel or, or a podcasting network, but we're not on either of those. Hell yeah. Are you looking for a fun and exciting new podcast to spice up your life? Try The Adventure Zone. We're not sponsored. I just think they're cool. <laughs> no, Jake. And you know what's another cool thing? I just started watching this TV show. No, stop. No. No, no the audience, they're leaving. Oh, they're checking out the more oh professional shows. No. Come back. This is just a podcast about, like, things we think are neat. Those exist. Do you guys like... You guys like ice cream? I like ice cream. That that's already that's already a podcast. Yeah, check lots out, of different flavors. Check out the podcast Good Guys to Know. That's kind of what that is. Check out the podcast oh, Wonderful. Okay. That's kind of what that podcast is too. Yay! It's been that one done. I have heard of. Hey, you know what we do on this podcast though? This is the worst cold open. <laughs> what do we do on this podcast, Nathan? On this podcast we tell a story. I don't fucking believe you. <laughs> well, it's the truth. And um in this little story of mm-hmm. ours, um we're deep in a dungeon. The twelfth floor, to be specific. Mm. Nice. And we have just trapped a sadness demon inside a whoopee cushion. Mm. And, Poetic. And how many times in life do you get to say that? <laughs> Not Today, for... three times. Yes, yeah, actually, a couple <laughs> times. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Like that, that one statement, like, is the most abstract thing, but also the most Night's nice Quest thing I think I could possibly say. Right. Also, I'm I'm really gonna be upset if nobody makes concept art of the sadness demon, in like whatever <laughs> capacity. I hope not. That thing's gonna be creepy as hell. I'm just imagining like Donald Trump with a big frown. <laughs> oh my god! Are you saying I don't remember how we described the sadness demon, and now I'm in very Sad. curious. Now, now I can only picture Donald Trump. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, right. Now the next time he comes out of the whoopee cushion, he's gonna have a Trump voice. Here's the thing, that was kind of a while ago, so to be totally honest, I don't remember what it sounded like or if it made noises, so in my mind, it's just a guy, kind of droopy, walking around going, oh, I'm sad, I'm very sad, I'm sad as demon, I'm very sad. (laughs) It's like the Pokemon approach to the demon. I can't get rid of that (laughs) image out of my mind. 
Sad demon. Sad demon. (laughs) 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 Okay. uh, To help us remember everything, too, uh, the whole party were in the main room that the sadness demon walked around with all the laughing pictures around the walls and the six columns. Uh, There's the hallway that you guys came from. uh, But then there is another hall that you haven't explored yet. And, of course, the whole squad is there. We got Rainer, Jonathan, Gorg, Eloise, Leroy, Azajax, Abiel. We got Chubb. We got Trouble. We got PB. PB. We got other Chubb. We got other Chubb. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can't forget. Never forget. Did you say that Azajax is with us at this point as well? Of course. Well, I wasn't sure. Sometimes he goes on ahead and stuff. I couldn't remember. Oh, he hasn't. He's not going ahead anymore. If anything, he's staying behind. Ooh, gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, don't want to get those traps. That was only for the safe, familiar floors. Yes. <laughs> he yeah. was. Okay. Now this is untracked territory. Yeah. Now we are guinea pigs. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, go ahead. Uh, great job catching that creature. Um, <laughs> well done. I'll stay behind and guard the rear. Yes, I'll hold the <laughs> rear and pick up anything you drop. I think Jonathan is holding the whoopee cushion at this point and like at arm's length and just going, I don't know what to do with this jonathan is the one who specifically did the action of capture right i believe so okay yeah yeah. rainer says jonathan that might be the strangest thing i've ever seen happen and i've like we've seen some weird shit that was i mean i this should be a compliment like i'm i'm impressed uh but also that was the weirdest thing good job i'm pretty sure we need to keep (laughs) that jonathan as as far as i'm aware yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like let it out, and I, I don't think I should leave it somewhere for some, oh. some unwitting butt to like sit on and release. No, I mean, guy. like that might be the thing we need to fix, uh, Chris. Because we need a magical item imbued with the powers of a spirit. Holy shit! The whoopee cushion with a sad boy demon is gonna be the thing that saves our friend. <laughs> I think. Uh, Jonathan like puts a hand towards the room. He's like, "Anybody got like like a pencil or like a piece of charcoal or something I can borrow real quick?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's my acrylics. Oh, perfect. Um, of and course. he writes, "Sad boy's house" on the outside of the whoopee cushion. Um, <laughs> and do not. Can it, can it also say "Do not sit"? <laughs> That's on the back. <laughs> I was about to say I'm going to give you a magic item card, but we're in separate places. Um, I'll put it next in time. my inventory. Yeah, put it in your inventory. Sad boy's house. Parentheses, yep. whoopee cushion, do not sit. Okay, um, I'm glad you guys are enjoying your little uh, thing here, but I don't know about you, but I would like to keep on moving forward through this dungeon. I love that. Azajax, you just told us to go on ahead and you'll stay behind. Yeah, so you need to go on ahead. <laughs> you can't just you can't just be like, nah, I'm good back here, but also like, hey, you should keep going. You need to keep going so I can follow behind. No, I'm I'm with Azajax on this one. You guys should like definitely... <laughs> I don't like that one bit, but I can't think of a good argument. So this is this is the the writer here. Um, keep the plot moving, please. <laughs> Zajax, you never told us you were the writer all along. <laughs> Holy shit! Nope, not canon. Not canon. So, nope. O O C. Jake asking the ed- like the end of this room. There is a way through. Correct. Yes. Yep. A way forward. Okay. Yep. They haven't gone through yet. Gotcha. Um, Jonathan puts uh, Sad Boy's house in his pack. Okay. Um, and he's going to head towards the end of the room. Okay. You're at the end of the room. There's a, a hallway that you haven't gone through yet. 
Okay, Jonathan's going to check for traps. Oh, good job. I was oh, about to say it. Praise the writer, which is me. Nathan, we have gotten wise to your games. Because there was a trap there. There was a trap. There was a trap there. <laughs> uh, yeah, you are you able to see that in the wall, there's like a, a crack through the wall. And as you peer through, you are able to see the edge of a blade hidden back Yo. there. And right on the ground, there is a very tiny tripwire. The Pendleton Man shall pass. <laughs> <laughs> we have to spell out writer. <laughs> Okay, so we all avoid that then. <laughs> okay, you avoid that trap. I'm going to skip over some things to keep us moving. Uh, you walk down the hallway, take a left, and along your right, you see a bunch of cells, jail cells, uh, oh. filled with uh, skeletons of long dead wizards. They all have yeah. runes carved into their skulls, and whatever oh robes they had have been uh, degraded into... Uh, just rags at this point. At the end of the hallway, there's it goes left and right. On your left, though, right away, you're able to see the kind of concave lens wall. Um, and so on the other end of that is the weird door that had like a tiny hole in it that you weren't able to figure oh, out. Yeah. And then to your right is, you know, a couple feet down the hall, is a small round room that has a pile of rubble. As you can see that the ground, the, the ceiling is kind of caved in over the years a little bit and this rubble has collapsed onto something it's buried something underneath it jonathan huh. is definitely as they're coming down the hallway jonathan's definitely giving the uh the cages a wide berth almost shimmying against the wall um he's not a fan of skeletons is there nathan is there anything i could roll or a character i could ask about why on earth there would be runes carved into bones because that is very fascinating and creepy. You just ask the room. <laughs> room. You know damn well what I mean. <laughs> that had a really good flow to it. I don't know. You could just ask the room. Room. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by asking the room. The, like asking just everybody. Pose the question oh, to the group. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. To the group. Okay. I thought you meant <laughs> the dungeon itself. Dungeon. Do you have answers? <laughs> Where are there runes on their skulls? Oh, Usra Dungeon. <laughs> Albarash, reveal your secrets. <laughs> oh, boy. Guys, does anybody know what, like, what the... He kind of gestures at the skeletons. Like, I mean, what what the hell, right? Like, why why with the runes carved into the skulls? I, I can't make sense of that, and I'm freaked out does any any insight any ideas beats me man last time we got into a fight with magic skeletons i was not a fan so i'm just gonna gonna keep on ignoring that not to be pedantic but have we fought skeletons you have already forgotten the rock boys rock boys they were were they okay were, were, they weren't skeletons though they had they rocks were on golden them. skeletons they were mostly rocks <laughs> with they golden were, skeletons inside they of were them. a they were a majority percentage rock well, um, I didn't get a degree in magic, but I do know, you know, the basics. Uh, and that runes are just a really, really old type of magic for storing anima before they figured out, you know, bloodstones and, and better shit like that. So my guess would be these individuals were some kind of warlocks and, like, etched runes into their own bones to store more magic. Now, Into now, their own bones? Like when they were alive? Yeah. What the fuck? How? Oh, I a, hate that. You take a sharp object. No, 
No, I think we. I think oh we. Oh my god! And but then you like, bring it towards your your bone. No, that's. But no, hold on. With oh. like through the like yeah. through the skin. Yeah. I mean through through the skin and all the layers of the skin. Like how? Yes. Oh ah, god! Look, these guys are locked up for a reason. But they're so precise. There's so many of them. Yep. Yeah, that seems impossible. Wouldn't you die during the process? I mean, it's called magic. I Fair. mean, yes. That's like that's kind of a catch-all answer. Let's go ask the sadness demon about logic. Yeah, all right, Grog. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not trying to be a dick here. I I'm surprised at the existence of very precise self mutilation magic. That's just a new one for me. I'm 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 not privy to it. Whew. Okay. Um. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's. Hey. What's this pile of rubble about? I was wondering about that. Yeah. Uh, if we want to, if we want to try that room first, we better check for traps as we go in. Mm, very good, no traps. Hell yeah! Anything else besides the rubble in the center? Because I want to keep things moving, I won't make you roll for anything. Uh, you can tell that whatever the rubble has fallen on was the focal point of this room, and was probably like important, whether to solve a puzzle or to have a treasure. So all the rubble that's fallen on it has either broken it or oh yeah messed messed with the system somehow okay and we don't see another exit in the room or any exit in the room okay yeah that's that's the the end okay well we don't know the weird concave door we don't know how to get through the big door with the tiny like viewing hole in it but wait we're on the other side of it though right yep so why would we need to get through it it would just lead us back to where we were rainer says okay so we d- we don't have a safer way forward, so I guess we, I guess we take a closer look at this rubble. I, I mean, I'm scared to try digging through it, but I don't really see any other option right now. You know, somebody want to give me a hand, and Jonathan's like, pulling, yeah, like bits let's of go shit for off. it. Rainer will do the same. Yeah, I'll say it. Uh, everyone kind of joins in. You're able to move the rubble. It does take some time, but that's not really a a factor right now. Um, so after about an hour of, I have the gloves that are tough because I have them to hold trouble can i get like like extra i can i can really get in there and i won't hurt my hands because i can you, throw yeah shit. you don't get blisters yeah. you don't get blisters hell yeah uh there you go so you, you're able to move all the rubble and there the contraption that's underneath is clearly been broken by the falling debris but you can see that there is seems to be either like a brass or a copper tripod that is uh, anchored oh. to the ground and on the okay. top of it it looks like it's a broken glass orb that had some kind of filament or material in the center. Uh, and this is straight okay. down the hall from the the lens, right? Correct. Uh, okay. Interesting. Hey, um, Azajax, do you have, like, torches or, like, magic fire or something? Yeah, I've got, uh... Well, let me, let me, uh, let me start r- rifling around in my, in my bag. And he reaches his... You know, it's his seven apple sack, and he reaches his whole arm in there. He's like, it's going to take me a second. Yep, yep. Haven't really yep, been able yep. to organize all the new things I put in there. Uh, a lot of I new mean, stuff. Do any of us just have, like, a regular flint? I mean, I've got a knife. I'm going to say you guys do have probably, like, a flint and steel just in your survivalness gear. Great. I, I asked because I thought you wanted to start some kind of fire with the little filament thing, you know? Hmm. I, I, I assumed it was broken. Yeah, it yeah, is. Okay, that fair. is the case. Yeah, it's a shame this whole thing is broken. If only we could have, like, had it before it broke. Wait a minute. And Jonathan takes out his reverse <laughs> matic 
Yeah, there we go. Swings it at the thing because he's a fucking dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> roll, roll to hit. Roll that shit. Roll to hit. Um, do I add anything to that? Yeah, your pickaxe and weapon Ooh, handle. Um, that's a fifteen. Yeah, you hit it, and you've kind of already moved all the rubble, so that's not affected. Uh, but you do see the glass. There's like a, a long pause before anything happens, and so you're afraid it didn't work. But then the glass fragments kind of you know fly into place and the filament flies into place and there is a light coming from it and you're now able to see that there is indeed the bulb isn't perfectly spherical it's if people know actual light physics this might be wrong but there is like a (laughs) a bulge on one end that seems to be directing the light in one particular direction and you notice the whole thing swivels on the top weird Jonathan's just kind of like spinning the pickaxe on the ground like, eh, look at that. So it's casting out like a spotlight almost or? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Damn. Um, Eloise is going to jump up and see if she can. Oh, she. Rainer, can I borrow your gloves? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah go for it. Um, and she grabs the light fixture and swivels it in the direction of the, the big convex wall. Yes. Yeah. You angle it towards the wall and, and everyone kind of gets out of the way and the light beam hits the thing and it narrows even more almost to like a laser pointer on the other end of the glass wall and it perfectly hits okay the doorway on the other side right in the tiny hole that was within it okay and when the light beam hits the tiny hole the light seems to emanate out from it like cracks from the hole and then those cracks oh shit almost like it's being fractured those cracks then slide away opening up the doorway revealing a staircase behind damn Okay. Yay, we did it. Wow, it's a good thing we had the reverse matic Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> before we before we leave this room, can I look upwards through, like, the collapsed ceiling? Would I see the floors above us? Great question. Um, I'm going to say it is fairly dark, and so, you know, well, it won't be too dark because you have a giant light bulb in the room, so I guess it wouldn't be <laughs> terribly dark. Well, and Leroy's mining helmet can kind of, like, project up. Yep. I would say you're able to see, it's almost like you're able to see not a specific room, but as if we were to look inside like an unfinished wall of a building. And so you see tubes and we would describe them as wires, but to you it's just like slightly illuminating cords. I guess wires Mm. don't illuminate in our world either, but it's like you can see the inside framework and it's dusty. There's, I don't want to say cobwebs, but... Yeah, just stuff dangling around so it hasn't been utilized. Um, But yeah, there's almost like a framework within the inside of the dungeon that you can't even see. Mm. I'm trying to get a hold of how this would appear to someone who lives in this world. Because it's not fire. It's not just a magical light that you can have for an hour or whatever. This appears to be like electricity, but that wouldn't, it wouldn't be called electricity to Rainer, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the, in this this crazy deep underground dungeon that people haven't been in for forever, they've somehow rigged up a system of lights that stay lit with magic and science, and that is bonkers! Like, that's absolutely incredible! I think he's just really baffled for a second, staring up at this. Like, that's weird. I want to be clear, the glow is more like uh, what, um... Like a UV kind of glow would be, or like a iridescent, you know, okay. scorpion or mushroom would be. So it's not like Whoa. bright, bright. 
but it's just like a soft glow. Okay, still interesting, huh? Anyway, should right, we? Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess we go back to the door. Yeah, so you yeah. guys uh, walk back through the the sadness demon room, and because you have to go around the the glass wall. This room is so much more pleasant without without sad boy. I'm just gonna I'm gonna say it. It's such a it's a nicer room. Uh, and you're able to uh, progress, you know, back to the spot, avoid the traps, and you you head down into the thirteenth floor. It's unlucky. That's true. Maybe not in this world. <laughs> Unlucky number eight. The the 13th floor doesn't exist. It just goes right to the 14th floor like hotels. (laughs) (laughs) The Ostro were superstitious. It's fine. We are in the desert. The sand dunes can be seen for miles and miles. Cresting through all these dunes is a shaggy hump uh, being led by a furry serpentine head. On top of this hump yeah. is a, a howdah, as we learned it is properly called. And yeah. riding on that howdah are three figures, two of them masked, one of them smiling, holding the reins of this magnificent creature. Bartuk, yes. Katrina, yes. and Raish yes. are riding a sandrake through the desert. I'm going to be honest, this is way better than you made it sound. You are terrible at explaining things. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a high-quality sand drake. I mean, the fur was actually soft. We're moving so fast. I mean, it's only been a couple days. I said we ride on my hairy snake. <laughs> this is what I said. I think I think that I think the word is is sand drake. I think that's the correct term, Bartuk. Okay. I would give I would give money to know what their reactions were when he told them they were gonna ride on his hairy snake. Oh, oh no. Holy shit. So, um Mr. Bartuk, I while I am oh, definitely Please, please. Bartuk or friend. Okay, uh Bartuk. Uh <laughs> now you have told us that we're gonna be going to a dungeon at the other end of the desert. But you haven't really said why or why you really needed us to go with you, and I just like to know what I'm what I'm getting into. Traveling is more fun with friends. <laughs> you can't argue with that. Also, maybe, maybe, I will need your help. Interesting. Okay. Uh, what do you need us to do? I mean, obviously we're uh, we're assassins, so I'm assuming there's someone you want us to help you kill. Oh yes, there is someone indeed we may be meeting there. Okay, can you um can you let us know uh Well, you could say I am expanding business. Damn. There is a man. There is a man who I knew for a long time who has a treasure trove in a dungeon, and I think maybe he is going there. But we are not friends. And so I think maybe if he is there I think maybe it will be my treasure trove now. Okay, I I don't mean to pry, but you've kind of given off the vibe that you become friends with, like, everybody. So, like, what did this guy Ooh, do to you everybody. to mean that you're not friends? Bartuk is a good judge of character. And most people, with enough time and food, are good friends. <laughs> I was friends with this man who says he is honest for some time. We were partners. 
And I find out one day he is buying and selling without me knowing. Buying and selling forbidden things. I ask him to stop. And he says no. I tried to take the forbidden things. And something happened. And Bartuk kind of puts a hand like over his over his robe on his chest where the that tattoo is. And the man left. He left Bartuk changed without saying goodbye. Yes, we are not friends. So now Bartuk knows where this man's business is. And Bartuk is thinking if Azajax is going to take everything from Bartuk, Bartuk is going to take everything from Azajax. The Hauda is quiet as the sand drake crests past the sand post tower as they grow ever closer to Albarash. So now we are going to start um, cruising through these floors at chunks of maybe three or four at a time, um, just so we can really get cruising. So again, how this is going to work is I'm going to describe like four floors at a time, just like the general vibe of them with maybe one specific detail of a floor that will determine via dice rolls. Okay. Um, if you guys wish to explore more, we can. Otherwise, we're just going to keep going downwards until something happens that prevents you from being able to explore more. Sweet. Okay. Do you need us to keep saying check for traps and such as we're going through these quick floors? Only if you decide to like explore in detail. Okay. Sounds good. Like if you're like, hey, this one thing you said, Nathan, let's dive in or I want to ask questions like you did with the runes or whatnot. Or, okay. hey, maybe we should look for more treasures because I'm going to assume... If you don't explore, you're not going to get any of this stuff. I mean, Azajax right. is going to take the treasure, but not really of course. you guys. Right. So uh, you move on to floor 13 through 16. Uh, give me a D20 first. That is a two. Oh, dope. Uh, Jamie, give me a D12. D12? Yep. I rolled a 10. Oh, okay. You continue down these floors again for the most part. There's not a ton of, like, dead adventurers because you are in an area that people haven't gotten to before. Like, you are in new explored Ooh. territories. However, you do find, oddly enough, a couple of traps that have already been set off. But there's no body that got caught in it. It's just like, oh, hey, there's the the blade that's supposed to be hidden behind the wall. It's swinging around. Or the trap door is already open, so we're going to jump over it. But you're not seeing the poor fool that activated it. And every now and then, you'll find a pedestal without a treasure. You'll find an already open chest. Not all of them, but just a couple here and there. At one point, as you're walking, you accidentally step on an eggshell. And you're like, what? Why is there an eggshell? What's going on? Yes. Oh, God. Yeah, I should I should try to I should try to be more in character instead of laughing. What the fuck? An eggshell? That's that's so bizarre. I definitely don't know what that means. I don't know, maybe there's <laughs> a chicken could... or something down here. Yeah. <laughs> uh you do find a living creature uh on this floor. Actually, this is so much fun. Uh Jake, give me another D twelve. I want two of these things. Six. Ooh, okay. Um you find two living creatures of note. One of them, it looks like a giant eagle, but it has Okay. Two heads instead of three, although 
Or, hold sorry. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. I misspoke here. I misspoke. <laughs> it has two heads, but you can tell there were supposed to be three, as ah. there is a wound uh, right in the middle where a third head should have been. I oh my see. god! It's it's still it's still alive and fine though. Yes. Uh, it, I mean, fine Ooh. is an, is a would be a generous word, as it's locked up in its larger cage, but you can tell that the bars that keep it in have definitely been rammed against, and that whatever nourishment that's been keeping this thing alive is not doing terribly great, but it is alive somehow. Jesus. Another creature that you see that's locked up is, at first, it just looks like a metal disc, but then the center part comes out and reveals that it is like a giant snake, but the scales of this snake are collapsible, so it collapse into like a disc form, but it can then extend what? out. What? Oh, interesting. Back in. Oh, weird. Okay. So it has like interlocking, like mirror flat scales. Yep. Oh, weird. Yeah. Whenever you pass these creatures, a beal is looking at them with like mystery and awe. He's not seen them before. A Zajax yeah. is like trying to figure out how we can capture it, but he realizes <laughs> uh, his bag won't fit them. Yeah. Um, I think uh, uh, probably Eloise is like more wary of the snake, the like disc snake. And I think she's just sad about the, the eagle. Mm-hmm. It, that's sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Rainer is really kind of captivated by the fact that they're down here. Like, I, I picture him just being unable to look away from the eagle and the fact that one of its heads is missing, thinking, you know, how are you still alive? Like, what have you been mm-hmm. eating? How are you, like, if you're if you're locked up and no one comes down here unless, except the people who have died and the few people who have made it past here, like, how on earth, it, it's, it's just like a haunting thing to think about, you know? Yeah. I think, yeah, both Grog and Leroy are both in just shock as they're looking at these creatures. I mean, Grog is like, oh, I have no idea what that is. I mean, that's an eagle, I guess. But he's also doesn't quite know how they're still alive. And Leroy is just like, I want to save them. Can we keep it? But Abiel says, no, I do not think they would be very happy yeah. with anyone. They're probably very mad. Once someone has been hurt, they tend to be mad at everyone. Gosh, I don't know anybody like that. <laughs> God, I wish there was... I, I feel like we should be able to do something, but uh, at the same time... I think without looking at Rainer, Jonathan says, I mean, there probably is something we could do, but it's not It's not fun. What, letting them out, you mean? Oh, no, I... <laughs> nope, that's <laughs> not what I was thinking. Oh. Okay, um... God, this is going to be a really sad floor. Or we could just leave them alone. Or we could just keep walking. We could just, yeah. you know, it's not I a mean, problem. Do they look like they're in horrible pain or anything? I mean... They look like... A, a pain wouldn't be the right word. I think you know how, like, zoo animals just kind of get lethargic in a zoo. Yeah. Um, and they don't... They just kind of slump around. They look like that. They look malnourished as well. Oh and boy. also are scarred and beat up, as you can tell you know, from attempting to escape, but somehow kept alive right on the edge of life and death. God. But they also still like they could look like they could fuck you up. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I mean, if we're not just going to straight up kill them, I think we should just move on because, I mean, that's, I don't think, I don't think this is helpful yeah. to anybody. I agree. I think we should save our energy for what we needed. 
No, yeah, I say we stay away from the snake. That, I'm, I'm in agreement there. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't think there's anything we can do right now, so. We can't save everybody, Rainer. We're here to save Quiz. And, and Bethilda. And Sad Boy. <laughs> yes, and Sad Boy. I'm not 100% sure we're saving Sad Boy. I think our plan might be, <laughs> like, using his magical essence to make a weapon. Anything is better than where he was. I'm just you know, I'm saying. And we're all about better. That's not all a bad point. That's not a bad point. <laughs> we're all about better. I think Quark's just so happy. He hasn't heard that word in, like, hours. <laughs> all right, you don't need to do a sales pitch to an eagle. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Jamie, give me another d20 for hey. the next set of rooms. It's almost like we're traveling again. I rolled a four. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> cool. All right. That's um, what I like to hear when I tell you what number I rolled. So you descend through uh, floors 17 and 20. And again, all these floors have puzzles. Some of them are easy. Some of them get stuck on. Oodles of traps. You know, there's traps of... There was like this one that spurted out acid that you thankfully avoided. Jeez. You got your flamethrower ones. Your good old-fashioned <laughs> darts. Um, you know, your flamethrower traps, you hate to see them. Hate to see them. Uh, and at, as you're traveling too, this is a very long process. You've probably stopped and had like rests maybe two or three times okay. at this point. Had leftovers from, um, yeah. Why? Why well, can't remember the names? Yenzis and Malak? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Your food shortage is lower your our, our but, shortage is lower awesome where are we getting food <laughs> but thankfully you have infinite amount of water now so <laughs> that's true we have the <laughs> the the fucking magical chalice yes it's infinite stale water but infinite water nonetheless yeah yeah i mean um, i'm not expecting fucking stella artois in this dungeon but as you get deeper through the dungeon the all the floors so far have been dry right they were right. first filled with sand and dust then the sand <laughs> dust went away but it was just you know dry and, and arid for the most part this is how um, i still... describe most of my life oh no <laughs> Un- dry. unless in a body of water ah uh, yes today was very dry <laughs> uh, shut the fuck up shut the fuck up we're not doing this again it rained today <laughs> i'm gonna ignore this is a the potential change fight from the norm bitch I'm just I'm just going to say it quick. Like is, is anyone else morbidly curious about the chalice? Like like you could spit in it and it would produce a giant cup of spit, right? Like it's just weird to think about. It does about. that. Yeah. Like if like a drop of blood. It, like it's it's creepy to think about and kind of Do you test that out? Do you put a drop of blood in it and try it out? Jonathan's going to pee in it. <laughs> yep, it makes infinite pee. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this now that I have it. <laughs> you you like what happens like you pour it out and then it refills and you're like, "Oh no. Stop. How does how does one stop this?" No, no, it's only if it gets in the vial, right? I know. Yeah, so you have to empty out the vial to, right, right, yeah, right, right, to right. reset it. Okay, sorry. I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as you continue to descend, it does get cooler and Sweet. starting <laughs> Gosh, fuck! <laughs> this is this is why our show is as many episodes as it it's is, and we've super done fucking everywhere. Rad everywhere here. we go, gets cooler. It's hella tight down here. <laughs> My God, I can't say the word cool. I can't say the word better. You can't say the word together. <laughs> nope. Can't say nothing. I can't say simple. I can't. I can't say. I can't say any words. Okay. Welcome was, to podcast. Basically, I'm trying to say. It's starting to get damp. 
is starting to get moist and mold and funguses are starting to grow on the walls. Okay. Right? That's where I was trying to get to. Yo, bro, right? that's damp. Fucking shit. The, I would the, leave right now. The mold is beginning to grow on the walls only now. <laughs> no, it's a magic mold. It only activates when there are people around. Yeah. That's terrifying. Um, okay, now I'm gonna fuck you up with the with the special room you find. Oh, good. You enter into one room though, and the second you walk into it, you notice that something is uh, very different about this one. Let's say yeah. this is floor number eighteen. Okay. Cool. At first, it you know you think maybe it's just the light is 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 messing with you. You're like, oh, why? You know, I can't see things. You know, it's really dark. You notice that when you walk down the steps, that you start moving and you go you try to go to the left but you start walking to the right you oh. try to raise your left hand but your right hand gets raised but oh, then you realize God. oh that is my left hand it's just on my right side and you look at each other and everyone looks funny because now they're you know like when you see yourself in a mirror versus in a picture it looks off cuz it's flipped well now everything you see okay. is flipped now, are we are we talking about um, a mirror or a true mirror? What I'm saying is, so like when you see yourself in a mirror, in your brain, you're like, that's what I look like. And then when you see yourself in like a picture and it's flipped the other way, you're like, oh, that's weird because I usually ha- I swoop my hair the other way. Yeah. But okay. it's like it's like that feeling. Okay. Well, it's usually on the left is on the right. Okay. I imagine we have all stopped at this point. <laughs> So, like, when when we look at the world in front of us, it is as if that entire vision is flipped, yes. right? Okay. Yep. Huh. And that's as soon as we entered the floor? Yep. Abil tries flipping through his notes, and he's like, um, all of the words are backwards. Okay. Uh, the numbers are backwards. Nobody panic. Um, the numbers are backwards. Oh, my God. Uh, I, th- I think we can, we can deal with this. It's just going to be a little weird for a bit. I guess just, like, be really careful with stepping forward and such. Um, Jonathan is, like, like with both of his hands, he's, like, poking his face. And he's like, this <laughs> is so strange. I really enjoy how Jonathan, anytime we get in, like, a weird world situation, he has to, like, mess with the tactical elements of it. I think, <laughs> that, like, what would be really, even if you just try to turn... Like, if you hear a sound coming from a direction and you try to turn your body to face that way, you would be turning the other way, which would be even yeah. more confusing, Ooh. right? Eloise is definitely, like, queasy. She's, like, like knees knocking a little bit, just kind of, like, like motion sick. Yeah, let me, let me add this to this. When you hear someone talking, you'll hear someone talking on your left, but you see them on your right. Yeah, and this you'll is, instinctively try to awful. move so you can see them better, and it will be yep. the wrong way. Yep. And that, it's like those dumb inverse controls on a video game. That's going to be confusing as hell. Um, yeah. So what do we see in this room? I'm, I mean, for the the floor, for the most part, it's oh, standard it's the dungeon whole shit. Floor. Oh god. Yeah. So as you progress through the floor, and some will say, um, "Which way should we go? Left." Everyone like goes the wrong way, and they're like, "No, no, no, this one." And they're like, "Oh, whoops!" And right. And the person who's trying to do the pointing has to like take a second and point differently. Because yeah, yeah. when you move one yeah. of your hands, it's wrong. Like, oh, God, this is a nightmare to think about. The puzzles are just extra difficult to solve. Thankfully, none of them require reading or numbers. But, like, 
there's a couple where you have to maybe like twist some stones and, <laughs> to, and like okay. you know it's like this weird gear puzzle yeah. and you're like ah no wait uh so it just adds a whole layer of difficulty to it yeah i okay. imagine this floor takes us a little bit longer than the others <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it really slows you down i think i think grog has to carry eloise because she's just not like she can't get her bearings <laughs> yeah he gives her he gives her a lift she just like has her eyes like closed tight just like clinging on to grog he's like it's like, okay eloise well we'll get through it i'm sure the whole dungeon can't be like this for the rest of all the floors it's probably just this one i sure hope not or else you're gonna have to leave me here <laughs> <laughs> don't worry i I'm, i've left people i care about before i'm not doing that again Oh, uh, okay. Wow. I don't know how to respond to that. You just can't say that and then not elaborate. I told you guys, I, I left my whole family in, in Rillian. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. No, I was imagining a di- I was imagining a dire situation in which you abandoned somebody. Where it was like a go on without me kind of thing, and like they're assumed to be dead. No, no. The stakes oh, okay. seemed so much No, high- no I okay. get it. Okay. No. Yep. I'm with you, buddy. And- and I don't want to be like, oh, you you left your family behind in your country. Like that's no big deal at all. That's not that's not what I'm saying here. It's just like we it was a misunderstanding. No, I I, I mean I guess all of us have probably had to leave people behind. I mean, you left your family, Rainer, and Jonathan. Yeah, your whole family thinks a a mess, and Eloise, you know, and Zajax, you've um. Actually, I don't know much about you at all. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's pretty much everyone except Zajax. And, like, I'm, I'm kind of saying it yes, casually. Yes, I have like lost it, all the people I cared about. Yeah, and I'm saying it, like, lighthearted. Like, there's no way a Zajax could have some weird, fucked-up backstory, right? Like, yeah, it's pretty much everyone except our resident, excitable uh, merchant friend. No, I've definitely never left. I think Jonathan says, now you know that's not right. <laughs> now, there is at least three people here that knows that's not right. No, I've got to... I've got to stick true to my moniker, otherwise my business... My business model won't work anymore. Uh, no, I've... I've left someone I cared about before. You guys, uh... You guys might have met him before. Um... I think from from Grog's back, Eloise goes, Was it Bartuk? It feels like it was Bartuk. <laughs> that's... That's it? You win the prize of cracking me wide open. Yes, me and Bartuk were... Is the were... reward getting off of this floor? <laughs> yes. The reward will be I will help you guys get off this floor quicker. Instead of trying to steal, he puts the shiny object back on the shelf. I, I'll focus on I'll focus on the floor, <laughs> the golden idol or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no. Bartuk and I were we were we were uh, partners, very, very close. Wait, you guys we were worked in the. You guys were running your business together. Oh yes, we we eventually started running our business together too. Yes. Wow, that was part of it. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, we were, we were business partners, and it was going great until, and it, I thought, hey, it was time for us to start expanding even, um, our business, you know, it was a little tiny mom and pop thing, and I'm like, let's go big, you know, let's start wheeling and dealing in all kinds of powerful magic stuff, but Bartuk was, well, he was not a fan of that, he was not a fan of my, my methods of acquiring the new goods, and who I was trading with, and I'll admit, I... Well, this was before I was on it as Ajax, uh, so I, I, I wasn't. But uh, there was a falling out, a little bit of a fight, got pretty heated. It was a lot of magic shit went down that I'm not quite sure I understood. And uh, I was banished from the gate forever, which led to me traveling the desert, which led to me finding this place. Also was kind of 
I don't want to say what started the Mercantile Wars, but it was... It was one of the really oh. hit the nails in the coffin for unraveling the financial piece of, of the of the region. So it was not good. Not good at all. So I Wait, so, I, so hold on. You, what but what happened though? You said there was a fight. What happened? I'm not quite completely sure. I had found um a magic item. I was gonna sell it. I was doing a, a deal outside of town in the desert. Bartuk confronted me about it. Told me I was lying. Told me I was ruining everything that we had built. I was ruining our um, partnership. Uh, we, we There was a t- tussle over the magic item. It kind of fritzed out on him and uh, like blasted him with this bolt of like dark lightning or whatever. And um, the sand did some shit. I, it was a blur, to be honest. And when I came to, he was covered in black glass and looked like a giant scorpion and um oh my god that was terrifying oh yeah oh that was Holy you shit yeah you guys saw that yeah yeah terrifying peed my pants right then and there right then and there so he wasn't always just like that no no and i i wasn't always honest as ajax uh yeah but i decided after that day to become honest so i didn't didn't screw that up again wow wow hey I know this is pretty personal, but I don't I don't understand what went wrong. Like, what was so bad about you trying to sell to more people? They weren't um the best people. I'm just I'm gonna say that not good customers like like you fine folk here. <laughs> um, we're maybe maybe going outside the law. Oh, maybe. I th- I yeah. think I get it now. Well, hey, I mean, customers, customers, right? You make money where you make money. If people are buying. People are selling. That's what that was my thought. Jonathan, I, thought I don't know if that's business. I don't know if that's the best lesson to take away from this. <laughs> yeah, um, we're, we might need to discuss this, buddy. Though, hold no, we're religion now. We are for the needy and the hurting. They I need mean, color too. I mean, okay. I mean, sure, but also people with money. Like it is a religion, but also you guys but made you guys made a business deal like with your god. Like you talked to him in person and like made a deal. So. I think that checks yeah, out. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying if, if people have money and want what we have, I'm saying we should give it to them for, you know. Okay. Uh, no, I'm fine with that. Sim is simply for everyone. <laughs> I'm just a little, I'm the littlest bit worried that this is becoming like a commentary on the rise of like marketable religion in America or some shit. <laughs> but also I kind of love it. We're just playing that analogy game some more. It's the anal- It's the analogy game. Hell yeah. Yes. The simplicity is an analogy for a marketable religion in America. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Here we go. Oh no. If you guys if you guys have mega churches by the end of this arc, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> there would be ultra churches, please, Jim. Oh shit. Omega churches. <laughs> There'll be rainbow churches. Yeah. So yeah, you uh, eventually get through the reverse floor and it does return to normal. Um does Eloise leave from Grog's. Oh yeah, she she slides down off of Grog's back and just starts like waving her arms around and like jumping and she's like, okay. That's that's a little more that's a little more normal. I can handle that level of uncoordination. Really quick, um we none of us really like reacted in in a in an ending way to his Ajax's story, and I think that kind of works because he would finish telling that story and like what would any of us even say, you know? It would just right. be 
kind of strange and i think we would just have to eventually start walking again <laughs> like unfortunately there's yeah. not a lot we can say to him to i don't know make right. him feel better no, not really yeah there's nothing you can do about it yeah i think Gorg uh just kind of smiles at eloise and he's like i'm just happy to help let's keep moving jake give me a d20 all right 14 okay uh this one's fairly simple good <laughs> uh on this one uh you actually stumble into something that we already know exists um, but the characters haven't seen. For the first time, you find a larger staircase that seems Ooh. to go past multiple floors at once. Shortcuts. So instead of having to go through each floor to get to the end, you kind of find a, a staircase. And uh-huh. I'm going to be clear, you didn't find this because it was there naturally. There was a wall that kind of caved in. Oh, weird. Um or was blown away, maybe. And it's almost like a maintenance staircase yeah, or something. Yeah, the implications of this are, st- are like, really baffling. So, like, like OOC... Well, and I suppose Jonathan and... And maybe... Eh, probably not. I suppose Jonathan is having this thought as well. Of, like, we've seen some kind of inner workings. And it seems to be that there is a grander purpose for this dungeon. Because there are... Right, right like pipes and wires and mechanisms and maintenance hallways for people to travel between floors easier without like dealing with the traps so like this kind of like secondary civilization aspect to this dungeon is like really bizarre yeah we're we're all getting the weird vibe that this is like some kind of anti-arch right like we're all feeling that because that oh, had, I that had, had 50 even... floors in two sets, and there was different weird shit on each I one. I had not even considered that. Th- that's that's what I was getting this whole time, honestly, and it's very spooky, and I love it. The arch had 100 floors. Yeah. Did sets. it? Wait, so it had 200 floors? Oh, shit. Well, there was 100 in each side of oh, it. Oh, gotcha. never mind. I was totally off. It's st- It still kind of feels that way, though. <laughs> um. So, yeah, you've got this backdoor hallway, and it's at this point, this hallway, that you are definitely noticing... Someone has been here. Someone more recently than, you know, a couple hundred years ago. There are clear signs of, obviously, things being taken from the rooms. You know, you're not going through each room, but you'll peek your heads in and be like, oh, yeah, this room is like, it's been cleaned out. Uh, You can see signs of actual fights, recently dead corpses of like, goblins that were living down oh, here the were goblins like recently activated traps i mean not like within the past few minutes but not decades ago yeah as we keep seeing these signs i think um it is getting harder and harder for rainer to pretend that there's any chance that this is not conquest and like even though they're looking for him and they're following him obviously but to have the reminders right in front of their face that he's close is like just filling him with dread it's it's a real punch to the gut to see this and to see his path, you know? They're technically doing they're on the they're on the path, they're going the right way, but it's still really freaking him out. Jake, I need you to roll this is gonna be weird. I need you to roll on the chaos elements chart. Oh yeah. For conquest. You have the chaos elements chart for conquest? I do. He has Dope. It. Okay. That is a one, which is water. Water. Okay. Um the the highlight room that we're going to focus on for this one, uh, as you kind of poke your heads, just because you're looking at each floor, just because Azajax wants to see if there's anything worth him taking and yeah, you yeah. guys don't ditch him. He pokes his head into one of the floors and he sees that 
there is a definitely old skeleton that is hanging with chains kind of making an X with the arms and the legs being outstretched. So the, the skeleton is like in the center of the of the room. Right. It's kind of floating there. And you're getting a vibe that this is another one of those, you know, warlock skeletons as you see runes on the bones, except there is no skull. The skull is is missing. Um, and instead, the room is filled with water. I mean, it's not like, oh, I'm drowning, but like there's puddles of water, there's pools of water. The skeleton is, you know, dripping a little bit. But for some reason, there's just water throughout the room. Jeez. I think seeing... um seeing yet another dead body that is somehow mutilated even more than the previous ones is just, I think the reaction from Rainer is just, what the hell happened here? And then he falls silent because he realizes that was sort of a dumb question. Like, it, like as if a Beale is going to pipe up, oh, I know what happened. Like, <laughs> Azajax is like, I don't know, but I think they missed some treasures. And he's like running his hands along the wall. He's like, pushing for like loose stones or something he's like just give me a second I, there's gotta be something in here oh oh my god is it i mean be careful like have you not seen the traps we've been dealing with like geez be be a little more cautious i guess i i've been like racking my brains trying to think of like if any of my characters would approach the skeleton and i definitely don't think jonathan would and i don't think eloise would either uh, bill's like yes we only need one dead body room and you know Beale is trying to draw out the map still on all of the oh sure the stuff is the section for the reverse floor like oddly backwards oh that's not the, that's it cute. is like yeah. the lines are um like really squiggly because you can tell like he'll try to draw one way but then it's like wrong so then he has to like recorrect it and so it's almost like trying to draw with your left hand when you're right-handed Right, right. Oh, sure, sure. As Ajax, he's like, don't worry, I've figured out which stones are the traps and which ones are the the treasure ones. It's very easy to notice. When it's like reading Braille. I guess Braille exists now in this world. <laughs> it's like reading Braille. It's it's simple. It's easy stuff. Oh, hold on. And he, he reaches a stone and he, he's like, I think this is one of them. And he digs his nails in and he like pulls the stone out. And sure enough, it pops off it's just like a cap. It's not even an actual stone. It's like, there we go. And he he reaches in and pulls out a tiny, dusty chest. He blows it off. And he walks over. He's like, ah, here we go. He pops it open. And he shows all of you this one. Um, He doesn't always show you the treasures, but sometimes he does. Uh, He pops open the treasure chest. And inside are a bunch of orbs. You know, I'd say they're about the size of a marble um, or a really big paintball. And they're black or really dark gray in color but it's almost like the casing is is semi-transparent and inside you can see like a swirling glittery liquid um on the inside rainer is uh rainer is terrified by what just happened because when azajax was like oh cool this is the fake one rainer was like yeah the fake part of the wall that's gonna reveal darts and spikes and kill you (laughs) and then he pulls out a treasure chest instead and rainer's just like fucking of course of course why am I even surprised? Like, um, Eloise, I think Eloise is kind of like not thinking, like reaching for the stuff in the chest. Like, what are these? Actually, I think he kind of looks at when he, he pulls it out. He like gives it a little bit of a squeeze and it does squish like a paintball would. I mean, not a ton. Okay. Paintballs aren't like gooey, but there's a little bit of give to it. And he's like, ah, yes, I, I've only seen a couple of these before. Not quite this many. And the box has about two dozen of them. Okay. These are called... 
telepellets. <laughs> what now? Wait. Okay. On. You see, uh, the uh, Usra are one of the only civilizations to have somehow mastered the ability of teleportation. This is a type of magic that has not yet been cracked yet. Hold, hold the phone. Are you about to tell me that these tiny little paintballs can make people just go across the universe? Because that's amazing. No, uh, that's not what I'm going to tell you. Okay. You see, they s- might have cracked it, but it's still not that impressive. These suckers can only teleport objects of about a couple feet in diameter, and I don't know how well they fare with living things, but I have seen them used for really quick mail delivery services. Oh, <gasps> Raina. Wait, wait, how far? I, I honestly don't know if there's a limit. Uh-huh. Okay, well, Rainer is very intrigued hey, at quick, this point. It's Ajax. Ajax. How, does, how does it work? How does it work? You uh, you take the telepellet. Yep. You throw it at the thing you want to teleport. You think of the place you want it to go to, and it goes there. Oh, my God. Uh, really quick. Um, hold on. i got to check my inventory. Um, Honestly, I've only seen these in, like, handfuls of two or three high market value. So I will be definitely... Using these for my business. Uh, can I have? Can I have one? Can I have one of them, please? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you both want one? Yes. Can I? I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask why. Uh, what do you need to <laughs> teleport right now? That's so urgent. Hold on. Wait. Does anybody have like a one or two apple sack that I could borrow? Uh, yes, I have this one. Oh, perfect. Uh, and Jonathan starts stuffing it full of feathers. And <laughs> shut the fuck. <laughs> Okay. Also, there's no such thing as a two-apple sack. That's a ridiculous size. You know they're only in measurements of seven. Okay. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's stuffing... He's taking feathers out of his 14-apple sack and stuffing them, like, down into this seven-apple sack. He's like, I gotta deliver this right now. <laughs> okay, not a great pitch from you so far. Rainer, what did you need one for? <laughs> You know, it's it's surprising we haven't run into this earlier, but it is a little weird that suddenly you are the safeguard of of the treasure. You know, like um, I think no, we Rainer, made a the pretty... agreement. The agreement was he could have all the stuff that we didn't take. Now I will admit, I will gladly sell you one of these <laughs> telepellets. These <sighs> fine babies can teleport any object that you want to anywhere that you desire. These babies are very valuable, though, so. Buy now, well, the supply's limited. How much? Fuck it. I don't. I don't even care. I don't even want one for free. How much? How much? How much you got, boy? Uh, a bill. How much I got? We're not spending all of our business account so you can teleport feathers. <laughs> you don't understand. It's very important. <laughs> no, I'm not. You must tell me why this is good for better or for simplicity. There is a man who lives back in, um. Where does fucking Noblemincer live? Oh, uh, he's in Costarine right now. Gotcha. There is a well, man. No, he he might be in Costarine or Goldon. Right. Oh, that might make it a problem. That's tough. I think Jonathan's like, you know what? Actually, now that I think about it, I don't know exactly where this guy is, and I don't just want to send it where he's not. You know what? I'm gonna take a rain check on this, but don't don't lose those. Oh, I will not be losing these. Now, Rainer. Actually, uh huh. This is ringing a bell. The last item I, uh, last time we talked, you were very interested in, in, uh, some kind of communication delivery service. I was. How many are there total again? About two dozen. Thirty-six. Two dozen. Counted okay. them myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, 36 so... 36 last year, there was 37! Okay, so this is what I'm thinking, right? We have about two dozen of them. Azajax, you seem awfully sure that these are the real deal and they will work as we hope they do. Did they teleport Azajax's fingers when he squished it in his hand? Like, what? Oh, that's he didn't pop it. He didn't pop it. Oh, he just kind of like... Yeah. So here's here's my proposition for you. Collectively, we use one of them. Right now, we just test it. We just want to use one of them to see if it actually works. And then we can discuss pricing if everything goes Gucci, right? Yep. That's my that's my thinking. So what if we just teleport something across this room? Across the room? Yeah. We have to be able to find it. Roll persuasion. Make you roll dice, boys. We're all friends here, right? <laughs> yeah? <laughs> so I rolled a, a one. Oh, Rainer. I feel like I feel like that was a pretty good idea. Like I don't want to buy this for an exorbitant price, and then it turns out they don't work. You know, they've been sitting in this dungeon for who knows how long. Here's 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 what I'll do. It's still a one, so I got to do a one. Right, right, he right. He says, "No, no, no. I'm not going to waste one of these to teleport something across the room." Oh my goodness. Okay. No, if you could, if you could tell me a way to test this thing like a long distance and assure that it worked, sure. You know that then I'd be down. But no, I'm not wasting this to teleport something 10 feet. Ah. I mean, what okay. if we teleported one of the Saki Taki somewhere? And they could, then whoever it got sent to could just pick it up and say, hey. That's a pretty good idea. Uh, Eloise, roll persuasion. Oh, ooh. With advantage, because I like it. Good thing. Only slightly better. <laughs> she rolled a 14. I'll take it. Because um, I want it to happen. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know why I make you roll dice when I'm sitting here like, please, God, please. I want this to happen so bad. Yeah, you're, the, um, you're the DM. You can kind of just be like, oh, this is good. Let's do this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as Ajax goes, you know what? Yes. That that would work. We could teleport one of your sucky talkies somewhere and then just have the other person use it. You should probably give them uh, the instructions or, or leave them a note to roll them up in the sock. Yeah. yeah <laughs> yes. yes. No, I quick, I quick uh, jot down on a piece of paper put the sock on your hand and talk to it like that's probably all you need right <laughs> can you imagine uh, yeah. for me you're sitting alone at home yep all of a sudden <laughs> this sock yeah. appears that's exactly what's gonna is a happen note that says put this on and talk to it yeah that's what's gonna happen <laughs> and then i put the paper in the sock obviously rainer who do you want to send the sock to so just so we're 100 percent in agreement this is our test to make sure it actually works right yes yeah good uh, I'm going to send this to our, like, little dining room in the house of the Bjornsons in Goldon. Gotcha. When you Very said nice. little dining room, I was about to reach my fucking hand through this webcam and smack you if you said the dining room at uh, Jensis and Malak's house. Yeah. Why would I do that? I don't know. That's why I was going to be upset. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to say something that was non your father's house. Yeah, no, yeah, like, yeah. you bitch. No, you bitch. To be honest, I thought maybe you hadn't quite caught on yet that we were about to fleece as Ajax and totally trick him out of a sale. Because if this works, I don't need to buy any of these fucking things because I've gotten exactly what I want. Yeah. Okay. As Ajax is 100% on board with this, I think you probably tell, he asks where you're going to send it. And he's like, ah, yes. I remember your father. He's an honest guy. He'll he'll work great. He'll work great. He hands you a telepelt and says, now just don't miss the sock. Yeah. So, to clarify, do I need to crush it in my hand or do I need to throw it? Do not. No. 
No. I don't know. Do not crush it in your hand, or you might lose your hand. All right. Thank you for the clarification. This is why we ask questions. I throw it at the sakitaki that has the paper inside it. I like to imagine that Rainer said that just as indignantly, like defending. All right. Thank you. That's why we ask questions, isn't it, Azajax? <laughs> to get important answers. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, now was, I'm assuming this sock good. is like very close to you. I just set it on the ground in front of me. Yeah. Okay. Roll accuracy. Come on, really? With advantage. Because <laughs> it's like point blank. It's not going to be a high number you need to beat. Uh, I'm I'm awfully glad you said advantage. Uh, seventeen total. Oh, you're great. Yeah. Dope. You you hit it, and what hap? It's like two things are happening at once. You see the telepellet splatter okay. on the sock. But at the same time, as it's splattering, instead of seeing like a gooey liquid spreading out across the the sock, you see the sock disappear in that splattering pattern, and the sock vanishes. Okay, uh, Rainer is still pretty reserved. He's not breaking out into a big smile or anything like that because he is still not sure if this will work. If the range Jonathan is-, is like glaring. At the sock on Rainer's hand. Because you have the other one, right? I have the other one? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Oh, that's right. So yeah, let me rephrase that. Jonathan is just burning a hole into the sock on his arm, just like with his eyes. He's just like, come on, baby. Yeah, yeah. And obviously Rainer is waiting and hoping as well. There's there's no response Yeah. for a good while as you're all waiting. And then Gorg's like, um, actually, do you guys know what time it is? Not a clue. Oh, God. We've been underground for a while. Anybody got like a like a magical like thing that says what time it is? I don't think so. Uh, no, I I lost that one. <laughs> of course. I was gonna worry about you know time being different in different countries across the the planet, but I don't even know what time it is here. So yeah, I was gonna say, do we have time zones? Was uh, fantasy Ben Franklin a thing? Do we have um, <laughs> do we have fantasy daylight savings time? <laughs> Oh no! They they that was a a curse cast upon the world <laughs> oh many God. many years ago. Oh shit! And that was banished because it was an awful idea. Wow! Daylight savings, isn't it? <laughs> it was supposed to help farmers, but it really just it was a terrible terrible plague, terrible curse. Wow! God, a Zajax and by extension Nathan and by extension the writer fucking hate daylight savings time. <laughs> Fucking hate daylight savings times. <laughs> Just a terrible idea. So real quick, um, that is, was is one of this... the spirits that the writer fought against. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's canon now, bitch. <laughs> uh, does the does the does the saki taki like ring, or like how do you get somebody's attention when you're you when you want to? You don't know because the last time you used it, uh, you picked up right away. <laughs> well, if the person in question picks it up, sees the paper, reads the note, the note does say like put the sock on your hand and start talking so ideally we'll just hear him say something yeah i think rainer looks around at the group and he says you know conceivably we could just keep going i mean while we're waiting to see if this works yeah i mean i guess yeah yeah Yeah, maybe you should maybe you should i mean it's it's hopefully it's your dad so and uh jonathan gives rainer the other saki taki yeah good okay thank you oh boy uh rainer is uh a little bit emotional at the idea that his plan is actually coming to fruition, maybe. Um, and he's very, very hopeful because 
you know, beyond even just the logistical thing of like, oh, I have specific plot questions I want to ask him. Beyond even that, the idea that he can maybe talk to his dad again is just, it's a lot. And it's getting him a little choked up because it's been forever. Um, I think Jonathan goes, okay, so while we're uh, waiting for that, um, should we maybe get the fuck out of the creepy wet skeleton room? Yeah, we didn't see an exit, did we? Uh, you just are going down the staircase. Oh, there was a staircase. I apologize. Yep. Yeah, the maintenance staircase. All the floors are just off of this main staircase that we're going down. You get back to the, the staircase. I'm going to pick. I'm just going to pick what happens in this next chunk for plot. Yep. Uh, you continue down the next four chunks. And again, uh, things are growing even more. The mold has sprouted very visible fungus, you know, capped mushrooms, you know, tall ones, stout ones. Some of them that actually do glow, providing a little bit more light to to the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> and again, the more you go down, the more signs you see of someone being around. You see tiny footprints in the mold. Uh, you see signs that some fungus has been like ripped up. And even there's a couple with like bite marks in them that have been left on the ground. Um, a couple that have been diced up. Uh, you see some diced up <laughs> mushrooms. Whoa. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. It's killing me that my character has no idea what this means. But I know it's for like yeah, the, the dramatic irony is palpable. Yeah, yeah. And so you continue down through the next few floors going past, you know, floor 25, floor 26, 27, 28, 29. And then you arrive to floor 30. And it's at this point that the maintenance staircase stops. So you have to go on to floor 30. Damn it. Gotcha. There's a break here. You don't know if there's more of it to be revealed and you just can't get to it or if this is just how it works but you have to go into floor 30 all right so you go on to it and you've got your standard shit you know there's a couple puzzles you got to get through to open up a door at this point i would say you guys have learned almost intuitively how to find these traps again you still got to be aware if you're you know forget to you might screw up but right. they are kind of noticeable like i don't know if you guys ever played Skyrim but like once you play Skyrim a lot you're like oh there's the traps yeah don't <laughs> yep. step on that yeah, yeah I kind of know what I'm it's doing usually you don't run into them unless you're like rushing yeah yeah so you're it's very clear like oh yeah that raised giant rock with the skull on it yeah don't step on that so are we also somehow uh learning a little bit of that innate skill that Azajax had to know the difference yeah. between that's a fake rock because it's a trap and that's a fake rock because there's fucking treasure behind it like yeah <laughs> Yeah, you're slowly learning that yeah. that skill. It's not quite as innate, but it's right, right, it's right. becoming almost a gut instinct, and your instinct is is growing to be more correct than not. Um, but you get okay. past one of these puzzle doors, and it reveals a large room. You know, just a really this is the biggest room you've seen so far. All right, um, in in the dungeon, it almost seems like the ceiling itself should be going into. Uh, the floor is above, but, you know, you don't think it is. In this room, you see giant statues of people with runes or some kind of writing on their sides that reminds you of the gate. As you're looking around at the grandeur of it, in the center of this room is a large skeleton of some kind of creature, some kind of beast. Damn. It has clearly been dead for... A long time, um, very long time, as the bones are fairly dry. You can see that the teeth have some have been removed, and it's you know laying there collapsed on its side. 
but it's just this big creature. Again, you can't quite tell what it looked like, the skeleton, but it was clearly yeah. some kind of carnivorous quadruped. Did you say it's kind of collapsed, like, on the ground, or is it, like, standing up all still together? Collapsed. Okay, cool. You know what I've never thought to do until now is to actually take a closer look at the runes and the, the markings? Like, can I just... I mean, I, I guess if, if we can see it closely enough, I just ask Abiel, like, hey, is this Terevian? Do you know if this is some other language? Does Do any of us know what this is? Yeah, the runes, which are similar to, like, hieroglyphics and the fact that they kind of cover the whole statue from okay. top to bottom, um, but do seem to be in some kind of written form. You cannot make out what they say as they're an unfamiliar language to you. Right. Um, and even to Abil, he doesn't he doesn't know this gotcha. language. It's, it's the old Usra language. He does know numbers, so he'll be like, oh, there's a number. Sweet. There's a number. That one's a number. Uh, Eloise asks, is there any pattern to the numbers? Like, as the statues go on, do the numbers get bigger or smaller? No, I do not see a pattern. Uh, they're just kind of in there. I'm assuming maybe that might be a year, but mm, it's... Sure, uh, sure. If it is a year, it's a very early year. Are the statues all uh people? Are they all humanoid? Yep. Is there anything super strange about one of them or anything like that? No, they're all okay. very similar. Their face might be slightly different person to person. One might be wearing a slightly different robe, but they all seem very similar. Yeah, okay. Jonathan is standing by the giant skeleton holding the reversomatic and just kind of thinking. Oh, oh, oh okay. Mm-hmm. Ah, mm. Like he's just kind of twirling it in his hands. I, Jonathan, um. Yeah, buddy, what's up? I, I trust you. You know, I know oh, that yeah, you're, sure. I know you're not going to make like snap impulse decisions. I would caution, I, I, I would suggest maybe not, maybe not that. Uh, what, what do you mean? I don't, I don't even know. What do you, what do you mean? Okay. No, that's good. Maybe, maybe I just got the wrong impression and you weren't even thinking about it and that's actually good. So no problem at all. No, I mean, I, wait, did you think I, did you think I, and he's like kind of gesturing at the thing with the, uh, yeah, Rainer, yeah. come on. That's what we were thinking, yeah. Rainer, I was, I was guys, just a little nervous. Hey, hey, guys, come on, guys, we're, fr- we're friends, we're friends, right? Hello, friends! <gasps> Absolutely. Wait. Wait, what? I think Rainer says, did, did you guys hear that? Everyone turns to look towards the door that they came through. And sure enough, they can hear a group of footsteps coming towards them that they had not been listening for as they had been talking about this skeleton. Uh, um, is that that? I mean, that sounded like is right? it? Is that who I thought it was? Um, hello, who's there? Azajax is slowly backing away, hiding <laughs> behind Gorg, and he's like, "Oh, I was not." Ready for this. He starts reaching into his bag, pulling out a glove, putting it on. He's like grabbing stuff and he's like, you guys might want to get back. Wait, is that Jonathan? Holy shit, Katrina? Katrina? Hold on. (laughs) Okay, friends, I'm happy to see you, but I have to know whose side are you on before this begins. 
Hey Questies, it's me Nathan. Thank you so much for listening to episode 33 of season 2. The season is drawing close to a finale. Getting very close. I don't want to say quite yet. Probably because we haven't recorded it yet, but hopefully hopefully we will soon. But it's it's only a couple episodes away. So the reason I'm bringing this to your attention is because we have a tradition here. As in, we did it one time, so that makes it a tradition. Is at the end of the season, we are going to do something called a nighttime, where you guys can ask us questions and we will answer them. And so it is now time for the the, the doors to be opened, the floodgates to be widened, and you can now begin submitting your questions. You can send them to us on our Facebook page. I'm going to make a, a post on there that you can just leave comments down below that. Um, you can send us messages on Instagram or Facebook or you can message us. Now this is going to be open for quite a few weeks, probably uh, a month, so just letting you know that the time has begun. You can send in multiple questions. Obviously you'll probably have questions once the season's over itself, so just letting you know that that is happening. Um, So get ready. Get ready for that. Uh, And if you're listening to this episode a little bit behind and maybe you know, there's a couple more episodes that have come out and you haven't you haven't listened to them yet because you're behind. It's not too late to send in your question yet. Unless you're like over a month behind then and the Q&A is already out. Then then you are too late. But if the Q&A is not out yet, it's not too late to send those questions. That being said, speaking of episodes, to continue the, the celebration of uh, Night's Quest's two-year birthday, uh, we're going to have another episode for you next week. That's right. Back-to-back-to-back episodes, non-stop party over here. So that means it's going to be another episode on August 14th. So be excited for uh, a pretty intense battle that's going to go down. So make sure you get your popcorn ready and you wager your bets early because I'll be honest, it's it's I'm still reeling from it. I'm still reeling from it. So otherwise, as always, if you guys enjoy the show, leave a good review. Tell your friends about it. Join the community on, on Facebook and Reddit and uh, go to our website, um, buy some merch. And if you buy some merch, maybe we'll actually get a good domain name for our website. But right now, it's still nathanstreck.wixsite.com slash nightsquest. So, yeah, that's all the announcements I have today to say to you guys. Yeah, we're drawing near to the end of Season 2, and so thank you everyone who has been a part of that. It's been a lot of fun, but we're not done yet. We're not done yet. So episode next week get pumped the party continues uh, may your place in his story be long tell a pellet wow i like, definitely no, just heard <laughs> i definitely heard Ozajek say i'm gonna be a father <laughs> i was I'm like wait what <laughs> i remember i gotta remember father, to talk short said yep Yep. <laughs> he gives you a telepellet. He's the strongest and he says, Jedi in no, the just... galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Not canon. I feel like I need to say that now more. Yep. Not canon. Bjornsson's not a not a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs>